0: Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I thought we had some program music, but apparently I had a brain cramp and we don't. So this is Off The Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush. And tonight, this show is about a project that I am working on, and the backstory to this is, for those of you who do not know, I've been on television six different times, four times here in the States, twice in Europe, and it has to do with true crime. And the the most recent show that I was on was called Florida Man Murders, and after the show, I got a phone call a couple of weeks later from my son, and he said, Mom, a young lady by the name of Summer call me and wanted to know if you would let me give you give her your phone number and of course my curiosity was piqued because most people know how to find me I'm everywhere my email my phone number everything's everywhere except I did disconnect my landline because all I got was robocalls and and scam calls and I'm not paying $200 a month for scam calls so I told him I said yeah give give her my number and let's see what she wants because I figured if she was a scammer trying to sell me something I knew how to take care of that real quick so this young lady calls me and she's beside herself and the reason she is beside herself is because she lost her mother in 2014 and she was not there for her mother because her mother had been kidnapped and taken to New York. The backstory to this is about a woman with the onset of dementia who originally lives two doors down from her daughter and son-in-law, and the daughter and son-in-law see about her. The woman's name is Barbara Hodge. Anyone who is in the racehorse business knows the name. Hodge, because in 1985, there was a horse called Hodge's Treasure, who ran the Prickneys. Hodge's Treasure came in 11th, but he broke his front leg in the race, and his owner, Mr. Hodge, flew him to the hospital to have his leg operated on. This horse was retired and studied out and made this family millions. So we're not talking about a a woman who comes from a middle-class background. We're talking about a woman with millions of dollars in liquid and non-liquid assets. She had the onset of dementia. She lived down the street from her daughter and son-in-law. And one day, the granddaughter, who had been staying with her grandmother, calls Summer and says, Grandmother is in the bathroom with a bottle of pills threatening to kill herself. Now, this, this child is a teenager. She's scared to death. This is a grandmother that she absolutely loves. Mm-hmm. And this grandmother is threatening to kill herself. Mm-hmm. So Summer does what any daughter would do. She goes up there, and when she gets up there, of course, the police are already there because she's had her daughter call the police because her mother's life's in danger. She's become a danger to herself. Well, you got to understand, the local law enforcement does not know how to deal with people with the onset of dementia.
0: No. They just
1: don't. One minute, they can be talking rational. And the next minute, they're talking like they're not even in this world, they're somewhere else So law enforcement informed Summer That her mother did not want to see her That she needed to go home And let her mother cool down And maybe everything would be okay So Summer, against her bad judgment, leaves Now the house is in her mother's name and her name Fast forward to a few weeks later and Miss Hodge, Miss Barbara Hodge, and goes to Craigslist. And Ian, you and I both know about Craigslist. It's as about oh, yeah. as reliable as, pardon the pun, but tits on a boar hog. <laughs> Every shyster from here to there and Hell's Half Acre advertises on Craigslist. Oh yeah, she. She goes to Craigslist and answers this ad that an alleged handyman had put in because she needed two light bulbs changed in her house. Now, the son-in-law had been doing the maintenance, keeping the grass cut, changing the light bulbs, and all the other stuff that needed to be done because he was right down the street. Mm-hmm. So the handyman comes up, charges this woman one hundred fifty dollars to change your light bulb now the woman lives in um cape coral which is down when, south what, light, from me. what light
0: bulbs are we talking to are we talking like car light bulbs or house light bulbs house
1: light bulbs house huh. light bulbs okay. not sure exactly we're in the house but house. he changed two house light bulbs and he charged her 150 dollars a few hmm. days later he brings in his so-called wife. Her name is, Ju- now she goes by Julia Atari. She's gone by Julia Bartlett, Julia Burgess, Julia something else. She's taken on as many aliases as I don't know who, and moved her in, moved in the whole damn family on top of this elderly woman with dementia. Mm-hmm. So, Summer gets wind of it, Mm -hmm. and this is what happened. Julia proceeded to forge a power of attorney and and file it with Lee County. Then she pre- then she proceeded to talk Barbara out of her half of the house. She wrote checks on Barbara's account. She used Barbara's credit cards and in the end she managed to go through $2 million dollars she she closed out all of Barbara's stock options now we're not talking about a broke woman here we're talking about a woman that had money that had enough mm-hmm. money at her age to live out her life and being taken care of the right way mm-hmm. so now Ian we have this fake handyman and
0: and his fake this- wife
1: and and as well they were married but she she when she moved in the family she moved in the handyman the husband the mother-in-law the children all of her children i forget how many she has and anybody else she could think of she moved them in this house down in Cape Coral in this nice neighborhood now mm-hmm. let's just talk about dementia for a minute Dementia is, and she Barbara knew that that she was getting dementia because her daughter Summer was taking care of the bill. She was she was paying the bill. She was writing the checks because she had a legal POA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it gets better. All of a sudden, Julia. Who has now divorced The handyman (laughs) Buys a boat And forges her mother-in-law's name in it Who has since moved back to the Philippines Puts it in her name And either her son's name or a cousin's name Using Barbara's (laughs) money Well, when they didn't pay what they needed to pay on the boat they either sold the boat or the boat got repoed for taxes or they they didn't have the boat anymore well things were getting pretty heated up because this is what summer said she says most of you parents out there know what it is to wake up every night and immediately your mind races to your children and where they are and are they safe Ever since my parents divorced and my mom began her life alone, she quickly made my subconscious nightly list of worries. When my mom was kidnapped in November of 2010, she quickly became the star in a montage of elder abuse, clips streaming live in my head every night after finding her gone, and strangers occupying her home, then searching endlessly for her, even picketing the police department because they wouldn't help look for her. My husband held me in his arms night after night, consoling me and helping me harness this fear. That was nothing compared to the anger that has replaced my fear now that she has passed and all of our worst fears have been confirmed. And then she goes on to say, I promise you, this 10-time felon will regret the day she laid eyes on my mother. Ladies and gentlemen, Julia Helena Burgess bartlett in 2001 was arrested for, hang on a minute and I will tell you, she was arrested for 10 felony counts of grand she wrote Man, public and... records
0: suck, don't they, Yvonne?
1: Well, the thing is, it gets better. Mm,
0: it the comp-
1: she she wrote checks against the company account for her own personal use, and she'd been doing that since the very first day that she was hired in September of 1999. So from September of 1999 to July 7th of 2001, She took over $21,000 out of the company she worked for. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you why we can't get her records. They're sealed. And they're sealed because Julia allegedly borrowed money from the grandmother to pay part of the money back and then either stole, defrauded, or forged the balance of the money to pay the money back. So Lee County sealed her records. Now, Ian, you did some research on Lee County and and specifically on Cape Coral. Is there a lot of quote-unquote crime down there?
0: Well, from what I was reading, let me pull up the link that I found. Almost made me want to move there and uh, start living there, huh?
1: Don't get dementia.
0: <laughs> Don't get dementia. <laughs> the cost of living is low for beach areas and right on par with the national average of cost of living. That's a hard deal to beat, they say. The o- average home price is 231 k and so is the national average. Located in Lee County on Florida's Gulf Coast, Cape Coral was founded and developed as a master plan community. It's a safe choice in Florida with a violent crime rate of 143.5 and just a 2.2% chance of being affected by property crime here. Hmm.
1: No crime, right? you know no why? Crime. Because they don't investigate it. They do not investigate crimes against the elderly. You know why? Because it would then give them a bad rep down there and they wouldn't get all the people that are money to come live in that area
0: say it ain't so Yvonne you mean people are lying out there so then they can get money in their city yeah that doesn't sound right right Yvonne well come on. it's
1: called politicians it's called let's keep it undercover so that um we get more people to move down here and fill our coffers when after after it, Summer started turning the heat up on Julia. Julia got this bright idea that she was going to go back to New York, apparently from where they're from, and she, Barbara and absconded at some point with Barbara back up to New York. Well, there were, she left squatters living in the house. Mm. Summer had no idea that her mother was not in that house. So she immediately goes to the Cape Coral PD and asks for a supervisor. They would not let her fill out a missing persons report on her mother with dementia who was 80 with dementia. Yeah.
0: You know, cuz she she's just going for a joyride, right?
1: Well, Julia told someone that Summer was after her mother's money and she was protecting Barbara from Summer. Okay. Julia said, "I," I mean, Summer said, I even took everything to the head of the Lee County Economic Crime Unit and said investigate both of us. I don't care as long as you investigate her too. But without investigating the paper trail, the head of the unit in Lee County Economic Crimes Unit said... He had just spoke with Julia and someone claiming to be my mother. Then he refused to help. Again, again, he's dealing with a woman with dementia. So she and her her husband, Summer and her husband, and all the children that would have grown picketed the Cape Coral Mm -hmm. Police Department. They were even on Fox Mm -hmm. News, who after one five-minute segment said, okay, we're done, we're moving on. She said, if I was a criminal, would I be taking on the cops and be so transparent? Nothing made any sense. Nobody would listen. Nobody. She went to the SA's office down there. His name is, I had it, and what did I do with it? I don't know. She went to the SA's office. She went to FDLE. She went to the AG's office. None of them, not Pam Bundy, not the SA's office, not the crimes against the elderly. Nobody would help her because they all said that they had spoken to Julia and they had spoken to Barbara and there was no crime committed. Now, you've got squatters living in the house in Florida that is still halfway in in Summer's name. Mm-hmm. You have a missing mother in who knows where at this point, because they didn't know where she was, somewhere in New York. Mm-hmm. She talked to FDLE. She talked to the New York State Police. She talked to the Manlius PD, which is where they Julia bought another house using Barbara's mother money and stuck Barbara in the basement. We'll get to that in a minute. She talked to the Cape Coral PD, the Lee County Sheriff's Department, and the Ona Ona Dungaya Sheriff's Department. They all passed the buck. Every one of them passed the buck. Said, not our monkey, not our zoo. Nobody wanted to get involved. You know what they said? It's a civil matter. It's not a criminal matter. That Barbara knew what she was doing that she left of her own free will and that basically tough luck. Too bad about you. We don't care. We we don't care. And and this child this grown woman is so worried about her mother that she's called everybody and their brother trying to get help. And nobody wants to help. They even um The daughter of Julia, which is another story within itself, her daughter, Julia's daughter, even contacted Chuck Schumer's office out of New York with all the evidence and got no response. But wait, there's more.
0: There always is.
1: In the evidence that they tried to give these people and law enforcement, was a letter from an Edward Baker whose father in 1990 had been abused by guess who? Julia. Not only had he been abused, but she hosed him down until he signed a quick claim deed to give her his house. He was a World War II vet, and he was sick, and he was dying, and she helped kill him. In fact, Mm -hmm. the night that he died, you're going to love this one, the night that he died, there was a guy in the car with her as they slowly drove this man to the VA hospital and let him die. In the car. But wait, there's more. (laughs) After he died, Julia filed paperwork in New York. And I'm pretty sure this is why they had to leave New York the first time. Filed paperwork in New York for the house. And the son got wind of it. Hired an attorney and she absconded and fled to Florida. But wait, there's more. After she got to Florida, this is when she hooks up with Barbara Hodge. Now, this is the timeline. For Barbara Hodge December 2010 A month One month after meeting Barbara Julia and her family Took Summer's mother Out of her long time Completely paid off residence In Florida To a very large rented house In New York She hated the cold Barbara hated the cold in 2011, all of Barbara's stocks and bond accounts with Morgan Stanley were cashed out via email. Now I'm gonna. T- I can't even. And and my financial manager knows my email, knows who I am. I can't even cash out via email. I have to call them, and that didn't flag anything at Morgan Stanley because she often withdrew money via an email questions or book. But Julia couldn't even hardly write her name. Barbara was very well educated. Barbara, Julia tried to fake a will about Barbara and the misspellings will just blow your mind. Oh, Ian, it gets better. <laughs> In the uh September of two thousand eleven there was a deed recorded for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash in Barbara Hodges name for the property in New York and then the very same day it was transferred for just a dollar into Ian, tell me whose name?
0: Our friends, because you Our know they Ju- have such a great background, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Julia Hatari. Yeah. By this time, she's going by Hatari, for the exact same property, the same day. In 2013, Julia dumps Barbara in a nursing home, where she was allegedly injured. In 2014 Then she returned Back to the basement Of this house in New York Where she was stuck When they moved in And August Of 2014 Julia Being the kind Considerate generous person that she is bought her husband a brand new Camaro with Barbara's money. Yeah, I thought it was was very kind of her tongue-in-cheek. Do you know how much a new Camaro runs? I think about
0: 50, right? 50 grand? Oh,
1: that's 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 the the low end. That's the
0: yeah, that's the body and the motor.
1: Yeah, that's not with all the bells and whistles. In December of 2014, three months after Barbara died, Julia Atari filed a fraudulent will with I can't pronounce the county in New York, claiming that everything was left to her but that now my mother's million-dollar-plus estate was only worth zero to 10K. Hmm. She also made sure that the mandated notices were supposed to be sent to all of the daughters were mailed to all the wrong addresses on purpose. That summer was contacted by somebody on Facebook by the name of Jenna Hamilton in December. She claimed to have known... Barbara before she died, and was urging Summer and them to go to the authorities. She specified that they needed to contact the county about this fraudulent will that had been filed by Julia, and she also stated that she personally saw many documents with my mother's signature. Are you ready? Cut and paste it on them.
0: (laughs) That's not an easy okay. thing, too. I, I think last time I I remember you have to have a notary. Oh, those. but
1: but wait, the notary is in is complicit in this crime, as are the witnesses. The fo- the Christmas following Barbara's death. Julia being the kind and considerate and selfless person that she is spent their vacation at Trump Towers and her profile begged it was fully funded by money that had been stolen from Barbara. Oh, but wait. It There's gets better, more. Ian. There is more. There is always more. Now you see why I'm vested in this case? Because the more I dig, the mm-hmm. uglier it gets. It's December the 30th. You know, we're getting ready to roll into a brand new year. Julia, bless her heart, being the... Narcissistic sociopath, but yet kind and considerate, decided that she needed to be rewarded because she had taken such grand care of a woman she had kidnapped and stolen all of her money and allowed her to die. Posted a $100,000 Audi A8 Quattro with a caption of, And I quote, my anniversary gift to myself on her Facebook page that was also purchased with Barbara's money. Mm. There were six adults plus kids who were friends of Julia's who were living in the house in Florida. And all of Barbara's belongings were gone except for the pictures on the walls. The squatters were living there rent-free and running up utility bills that were still in Barbara's name, and now all of the bills were passed due, and thousands of dollars were owed to the utility companies. So, once again, Summer called the police to the property that she and her mother legally co-owned with the deed in her hand And once again, the cops said, oh, you have to leave. They would not look at the deed as proof of ownership. Again, the officers claimed they had spoken with Barbara on the phone, and and she told them she was fine. So, Summer said... I asked how they knew they were indeed speaking to her and not some other stranger. And the police officer got angry and yelled that I was trespassing. So we begged him to fill out a missing persons report, but he still refused to listen. That's when they went down to file with the supervisor who would not file. So then Julia, now see we're we're back down in Florida. Julia, spoke to the police department and claimed that Summer was after her mother's money and that she Julia, the kind person that she is and was was protecting Barbara from Summer so what we have here ladies and gentlemen is a career professional criminal who defrauds, abuses, and forges and preys on the elderly and the daughter who is beside herself because nobody would listen. Oh, but wait, there's more in. There is more. I forgot this. You gotta be sitting down for this one. You know, I've been on six six documentaries, right? Of course. Never once on any of the documentaries that I have been on have I been asked, A, to pay for it, B, to write the narrative. Never once.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: when I first talked to Summer, she said, I've got a filmmaker that's willing to do the documentary, but I have to write the narrative. I said, do what? She said, I have to write the narrative. I said, any film director worthy of his profession has writers for that. You give them the evidence, Mm -hmm. they write the script, they make the contacts, Mm -hmm. they do the interviews. Mm -hmm. She said, but then he says he will do all of that if I pay him up front $2,500. I said, excuse me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That would be know?
0: Would not happen to have that person's name? Would you? <laughs> I do, but it, it
1: escapes me. But he and I will ah. have a conversation too, because we're not done hey. with this. We're we're going to be doing more shows on this.
0: Let's bring him because, on the show. Let's interview him.
1: I, that's an excellent idea. But it gets hmm. better. It gets so much better. Uh, Summer, because she is so, I don't want to use the word desperate, but she she wants this out in the public eye so badly because her mother deserves, there's more than one victim here. There's Barbara the victim, yeah. and there's Summer the victim because Summer has no idea where her mother's ashes are. Yeah. That's a story within itself. So she's, con- she. In the course of this, putting all of this together, she's contacted people after people after pe- asking for help. So she contacted someone who gave her the name of this attorney who was allegedly going to do this pro bono. But then he told her, I have investigators and it will cost you. Or, or I'm working or I'm work no or I'm working on it or I'm doing this no you've had this thing for I think he's had it for over a year by now and so has this mm. filmmaker and and we're still in the oh you've got to do this you've got to do this this kid has worked her butt off to get the information that she has sent me and I'm looking and saying people what is your problem are you just lazy or stupid or both <laughs> Yeah. And you know how much I love stupid people, right?
0: You uh, have alluded to what happens to those yeah. who lack intelligence and common sense. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't suffer fools or stupid people. <laughs> when, when Barbara dies in New York in December, Julia, because she's so kind and because she's so selfless, she sets up a a small private funeral at the local Catholic church. This is what the obit says. Breaks my heart. Private service, St. Anne's Church, Manless. August 20th, 2014. Barbara M. Hodge, 76, won her battle on earth and has gone to her father. She was a loving woman, a great friend, a wonderful mother, and grandmother. Anyone who knew Barbara was aware of her life struggles. She was a strong Christian woman and didn't let any struggle her down. She was comforted in the end by her love and devotion to God. Thank God for the Francis House, for all the love they bestowed on her. She was truly blessed. Now, Francis House is a hospice house up in New York. So then I went into the um, leave little um, memos, greetings, whatever they're called. And this is what I find. I, I, I just, I shake my head. I just shake my head. Barbara, I miss you. I'm so thankful you picked us. You made our family Mm. so special. XOXOXOXO. Julia Etari, August 22nd, 2000. Then I find... Another one, and it says, <laughs> Barbara, I am so missing you. It has been a short time since you left, and I'm still finding myself calling you and wanting to just talk. You were such, you were such A big part of my life, that's the wrong one. Hold on, that's from a daughter. This one was November 6, 2014. Julia, you are very much missed. Rest in peace with our Heavenly Father. Please just watch over all of us and know that we love and miss you. Two years ago, it's hard to imagine we had a long journey. I am so happy you are at peace. Not much has changed in in that department for us. The battle will always rage on earth. You, however, have peace in heaven. Till we meet again, my friend, I will always love you. Keeping the faith. Julia, August 20th, 2016. This is a woman that helped her die young. She did have pancreatic cancer, but as I was reading the file, I found some interesting things. So I asked the question, and we still don't have an answer because we don't, I don't have the, the correct files I need. While Barbara was in that house, she would be transported to the hospital for various and sundry reasons and there were several occasions where her hand and her wrist was x-rayed her face and her head was x-rayed her shoulder and her hand and her wrist were x-rayed now because of my background in what kind of red flags would that raise for me
0: Elder abuse exactly because she but was she so fell frail steps that she didn't have right
1: well, now in in the paperwork, it does say that she was transported due to a quote unquote fall.
0: Mm, of course, uh-huh. those steps. Okay.
1: Yeah, they'll get you every time.
0: Every time, every, especially when you're pushed on them. Right.
1: So the red flag, because here this woman is up in New York with no blood family, with these people that mm-hmm. have already. Taken her out of her her safe place and in anybody that has ever been around or knows anyone with dementia or with Alzheimer's, anytime they're taken from one place to another, even sometimes getting in a car, they get anxiety they get discombobulated they get confused, which brings me to this Barbara was on. Gabapentin. Gabapentin is an anticonvulsant and it has side effects, which include suicidal thoughts, confusion, if you take them off of it. Withdrawal causes confusion, anxiety, and irritability. Now, if she, A, hadn't taken her meds for several days, or had not been given her meds for several days, or for whatever reason, had been taken off of her heads for several days and she, she got anxious. That mm-hmm. And that would bring on what? All the side Abuse. Effects. Abuse. Abuse. Mm-hmm. So now we have a woman who's in New York, her family's in Florida and Nobody to be her advocate. Nobody. Because the woman that she is living with is an abuser. After Barbara died, this is how bold this woman is. After Barbara died, Julia got credit cards in her name. Mm. And used them. Coles, JC Pennies, Verizon, Direct T V um discover cards wells fargo all of this stuff julia did and the gentleman that signed some of the so-called legal paperwork his name is george fred He is a real estate agent and broker, and he was licensed in 2012 by the state of Florida, but his last known renewal was in 2017. He signed the paperwork after that. Oops. Yeah. Now I wonder if they backdated it. (sighs)
0: So I think now's a good time to say that if any of these people, you know, just would want to call the show and talk to us. Don't we have a phone number that they could reach us at, that they could talk live on the show? It's
1: 319-527-6088. I know for a fact Summer's listening in. She said she couldn't wait for somebody else to be talking about this besides her. This woman is emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, and mentally exhausted.
0: You might want to that phone number just a little bit uh, bit slower for the – people who but
1: understand, ladies have too and much time on their hands and don't have a if, pen. If, if you call in and you are disruptive, we will cut you off. I don't have a problem doing that at all. The number is 319-527-6088. That's the call-in number. Craig Burgess' car, the night that Julia in 1990 drove Mr. Baker, slowly to the va and craig sat in the back seat and watched that gentleman die instead of calling an ambulance to transport him he drove him at a snail's pace and after that is when she moved to florida in 2010 is when george fred notarized the power of attorney and the witnesses was his girlfriend, who's now dead, and the grandfather of the children of Julia's this woman is something else she is i i I do not know how she has gotten away with this so long, and for all we know. She's back down in Florida. In fact, she harassed Summer so bad when Summer opened this thing up that Summer had to go into hiding because Summer's afraid of her. Julia, if you're listening, I'm not. You are a bully. You are an abuser. And you're right, my area of expertise. So you want to come after me? Bring what you got. Because it won't be enough. Right, Ian?
0: Never is. We don't put up with that stuff.
1: No. Trust me. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not afraid of you. I am going to expose you for the criminal that you are because Barbara Hodges mattered.
0: Mm-hmm. Summer. Summer matters.
1: Matters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Summer's daughter matters because she's the one that was in the home with her grandmother when her grandmother was threatening to kill herself.
0: That mm-hmm. don't go away overnight.
1: No. So, Miss, Miss Atari, if you think you're big enough, bring it, honey. Because you're going to need to pack a lunch and a dinner mm-hmm. and stay for several days. Because okay. I'm coming. And maybe she'll get it.
0: maybe she'll get commissary, maybe she'll be lucky she doesn't have to pack anything <laughs> what what is even
1: more sad in this entire debacle and tragedy is barbara's mother and dad were were divorced. And he had remarried, but he was totally, totally complacent about the welfare of his children's mother. Totally complacent. He has no character either. Well,
0: you know, it only takes one cockroach to infest a house.
1: That is very true. That is very, very true. So, tell me, my friend, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I was just going to see what you want to do next. I mean, it seems like we have a decent amount of information, and obviously, they're, you know, not coming forward and bringing up their side of the story. So,
1: oh, I want to. I want. I, 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 I want to hunt these people down. I want to find them. I want those records. Hey, Lee County, I want those records. I want to bring to heel the fact that none of the people in law enforcement, none of them, nobody, helped save this woman's life. Nobody. Because they all said it is a civil matter. It is not a criminal matter. Abuse is always a criminal matter, whether it's mental, emotional, or physical. It is always a criminal matter. And when you defraud somebody or you forge their name,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is criminal. It's, it's not civil. It is about as criminal as you get. There are statutes in the state of Florida. She'd already been convicted 10 times. And when you're dealing when you're dealing with someone with with dementia you you can't believe what they say
0: Yeah. that's why she had a POA. And you know that's the other sad thing too. I'm not taking away from Summerstar and all that, but it it does highlight a bigger issue and um you know, I I am of the mindset that you know, one bad person doesn't make a bad group. You know
1: so well I, I agree I
0: would, I would like to think that we're not completely saying the entire group of people were bad. There were just people in positions of power that maybe uh didn't use their power so well
1: and and that i will I will agree to that statement. They had an opportunity to be a hero
0: and they didn't use it,
1: and they didn't
0: do it. Every
1: time time someone would call somebody, they'd say, "Well, this belongs in so and so's backyard." Basically, nobody would say, "Let me see what I can do." Nobody. The other side thing is it brings up
0: criminal reform too, because how is it that I know some people who got a felony? um, You know, not very personally, just in, in passing, and their lives are ruined. We well, yeah. have somebody who has how many felonies and ten plus,
1: yeah. Well,
0: right. How how did they get out? How did they how, how are they still roaming the streets? Like you know, I don't I don't understand. I that's I know it's, you know, different different people, different situations, but for God's sakes, man, like ten of 'em <laughs> if if I know people who have won and can't get jobs at, you know, <laughs> most places, but there's one that can get 10 and even spend life outside of the bars. How, how how do we do this? How does this happen? Well, I would venture to say
1: that when the PD went in down there, they probably didn't run anybody, which is standard. You, you do that for any open warrants. You run everybody in the house, including the family dog. You just do it. But I would venture to say they didn't run anybody. If they had run her, they would have seen her prior bad acts. Mm-hmm. If they had listened to Summer, Summer sh- tried to show them the paperwork. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: it's it's like Star said, if it had been their family member, they would have gone to hell and back.
0: Mm-hmm. Moved heaven and earth.
1: To find those people and to put mm-hmm. them not in the jail but under the jail so they couldn't do it for anybody else. But because it was not their family member, it was not important. And because they do not understand how dementia works, how Alzheimer's works, how one minute you can be as lucid as I am. Okay, audience, no laughing at that one. And at other times, be completely on another plane, just like flipping a switch. They don't understand it. So ergo... Their assumption in a minute and a half talk, however long they went there, I'm sure it wasn't more than five minutes, they assumed that this woman was okay. And we also don't know the influence that Julia had over Barbara in convincing her that her children were against her because mm-hmm. she had dementia. She was not well. It's called the Stockholm Syndrome. I ain't a happy camper.
0: Well, Are you going to show your hand or are you going to keep it folded so no one sees? Well, what's next?
1: Oh, we have many, many things next. This is just the tip of the iceberg. We are going to um, have more shows on this. We're going to have shows about elder abuse in general. We're going to have shows about dementia. And the more information that I find out about Miss Julia, we're going to blast it out because Mm -hmm. I do not want her to do this to another family. Summer Mm -hmm. does not want her. She's already done it to two families. She got away with it. Mm -hmm. She'll do it to another one because she needs money. She -hmm. is back in Florida. She Had a friend of hers contact Summer, trying to get information out of Summer until Summer realized that, that this woman was Julia's daughter's godmother. We do have a source that is very, very reliable that lived in that house that has given us a lot of information with more to come. And I'm not ready to reveal that source yet. But I guarantee sounds like the you, clock is, the clock is ticking. Like oh, yeah. tick tock. Now, I have told Summer we will write this book. I'm not ready to write it yet. I'm still digging. Mm-hmm. And if we have to do the documentary ourselves, I have the equipment to do it with. And if we have to put it up on YouTube and do it on Facebook, we'll get it out there. It's it's time to bring this woman to heal. It's time, it, it's it's time for her to suffer retribution.
0: Mm-hmm. Any like
1: closings? The victim. Yes, only double. Any closing thoughts, my friend?
0: No, you know, you know, I'm on your side. I, I mean, if y'all, this is what If Y'all seeing this? Are y'all like thinking? This is something that's happening near you or around you. y'all got to speak up, man. I, I I cannot tell you the amount of times that something has looked suspicious, and I you know said, "Hey, like this is what it seems like," and I kind of do my own little digging, and sometimes it's nothing, but sometimes it's something too. y'all got to get a voice. Don't, exactly. Don't, don't let this happen again to somebody else
1: and And if any of you out there... No, Julia Burgess, a.k.a. aka Atari, she has used even her mother-in-law's name, and she's dead now. Contact us. You can contact me on Facebook. You can contact me on my email. I'm everywhere because I'm coming. I'm coming for her. She's got victims here, and they weren't necessary. She caused a death. That was not necessary. She caused a woman to not be able to spend the final years with her mother. Was not necessary. Am I angry? Hell yeah. mm -hmm. And it's a controlled anger. And Ian knows what happens when I have a controlled anger.
0: (laughs) All you got to do is smile.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's right. I'll give you directions. So... That is tonight's show If you know anyone that is In the middle of elderly abuse Let me know We'll take care of it If you know anybody that's being abused at all Let me know Whether it's a child, a wife, a daughter, a mother, a sister, an aunt, an uncle A parent, a grandparent Let me know I'll take care of it Mm -hmm. Trust me I'll bring them to heal I'll bring them to the light Because all the darkness comes to the light Mm -hmm. And my dear, tomorrow night We have Bill Abernathy. He is out of Texas. He is a country music star. He's an indie, and I can't wait to bring him on. He's absolutely fantastic. We will have fun with him. (laughs) And that will be at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to join us then. Share this show tonight with everybody that you know, because I want Julia to know that I see her. I do see her. And Ian knows what I mean when I say, I see her. (laughs) My grandson-in-law doesn't think I'm um, bad. He doesn't think I'm a force to be reckoned with. Oh, bless his heart.
0: (laughs) Bless his heart.
1: So any final thoughts, my friend?
0: Oh, no. Sometimes the best... uh... No, sometimes the, the best uh, the best thoughts are best kept silent. She knows.
1: Okay. She knows.
0: She knows. She, she knows. She will... She's got some people looking at her now. She knows yep. we'll get our way.
1: Oh, yeah. She knows retribution is coming.
0: Mm-hmm. If she don't, she's going to we... learn.
1: Oh, yeah. And she's right. <laughs> Three-hour drive south of me. I know where she is. I can go up on her doorstep at any given time on any given day. So understand that. So, Summer, I hope that we did you proud tonight, my friend. I will be continuing this series. We will get retribution for your mom, I promise. So until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time with my co-host and I, Ian Bush, we will see you with our guest, Bill Abernathy. Join us, spread the word, and please share this show. Ian, once again, it was a great show.
0: Always is. <laughs> see you
1: tomorrow night,
0: sweetheart. We're a good team. We yeah. are. Bye.
1: Good night. Good night.